is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. This is Live at Five. Yeah, live at Five. Live at Five. Yeah. Oh, great. See if that works. It's weird how the. Uh, you change the angle on a camera, and it just. The dynamics are completely different the moment you try to put it back to where it was. Nothing's the same. Nothing's the same, you know. What are you doing? All right, enough of that. Uh, it is a Tuesday. It's the tweener time of year. Yeah, uh, it's not quite winter. We haven't seen snow yet. And uh, way too many Christmas decorations up at this time of year, of course. We talked about that yesterday. Have, have you noticed that a lot of, a lot of houses around here in, the, in recent years have made the transition from uh, Halloween straight to Christmas by leaving the same lights up? You know, or something similar. You know, I've noticed Halloween decorations are so elaborate. And sometimes I figure that, you know, the amount of money that people spend on, like, cobweb for the for their front lawn that's attached to the second floor of the house, I was like, you might as well keep that up year-round. In case there's a house fire, you can escape very easily. It's, it's, it's like putting on a putting on some type of uh, uh, ladder attached to the base of the home. Not to mention, you know, 40-foot skeletons that move in the dark and blow up things. And then and just within a short period of time, you go from Halloween, you skip everything else, you go right to you go right to Christmas. Screw Thanksgiving. Does anyone put up Thanksgiving decorations up anymore? You know, we always had the pilgrims. That's not right. It's culturally indifferent right now. You can't do that. <clears throat> but anyway, it's that tweener time of year. It's dark early. And uh, who knows? I can't complain about the weather. I don't think anyone can. So I won't. That just gets that that gets old fast. Uh, busy day today here at the station. I heard nothing. I repeat, not a second of the uh, hotline show today. I was indisposed. So if I missed anything tragic or or uh, funny or or you know enlightening, by all means, give us a shout at seven five five twelve forty. So because of you know the, the the nature of the of the day that I had today. I'm, I'm just, you know, not up on stuff. A lot of times I'll be waiting for clients, looking at this, that, the other thing. We, I could talk ad nauseum about college students, you know, taking down posters of people that are being held against their will in Gaza. But I'm not going to do that. I'm already tired of looking at that. And at the same time, as vicious as it is for these punk kids who have no clue about history to take these posters down, I, I still question why they put them up. They're in Gaza. They're not going to find him in New York City. Well, they're doing it in support of those who are... No, I, I get it. I get it. 
But now, now it's just one big game. You know, you go to Kinko's, you spend like $400 on about 5,000 posters, you put them all over town, and some punk ass pulls them down on TikTok. Where does that get you? Where does it get you? And inevitably, they ask the same question. Do you know what you're doing? Why are you doing this? Screw you, Jew! And it's really nasty. It's so disgusting. It's, it's so awful. And it's the mob mentality. Back in the day, you know, you'd always have some guy with a mask and he can be part of Antifa. That was back in the day. That was three years ago. Now they don't have masks at all. They're emboldened. They feel like, you know, there's enough people on their side. They don't need to wear a mask. And it's not just people from Arab nations or Arab descent. It's, it's everybody. It's just awful. The hate in the world is just terrible. And I wonder, I am not a church-going person. And one day I should bring in someone from, you know, a lot closer to, uh, to the Lord himself. You know, like a Catholic priest or a rabbi or someone, someone who's important to society. What are, they, what are they saying in sermons these days? I often think about that. Typically, you get some layman who goes up there and talks, you know, he's a theologian to some degree. He talks about things for like 20 minutes that I have no clue what he's saying. And then the priest will go up there and break bread and wine and bring up the altar boys who's wearing sneakers and so forth. And they ring the bell. And we wept and prayed. I don't know. What, what are they saying at your ch- any church goers right now? I mean, you know, what, what can you say to uplift, to, to at least instill some type of hope? And, and clarification of what to expect in the world. Is your church helping you? I, right now, we need a church. We need, we need someone to give, you know, make sense out of all this stuff, whether you're Jewish or Arab or not, or living in New York City. Today, they had a big rally uh, down there in Washington, D.C., and they said a lot of people didn't want to go because, you, you know, you're, you're sitting ducks there. You're going to go with your Star David and your yarmulke? You, you just, you're a target. It's great to support your, uh, the state of Israel. It's great to support who you are and your people. But it's also dangerous. So one more reason, I was talking to a well-known developer today about the great things that he's doing. And, you know, you often wonder, it's like, boy, there's one degree of difference in the world. There really is. Uh, there's, there's, the, there's the mass populace, which I'm a part of. You know, I have the luxury of jumping on this little 1,000-watt radio station every day to talk to everybody. But then there's actual people that do stuff and and take those risks. So you look at the infrastructure of Watertown as an example. And I've been showcasing uh, uh, Watertown buildings. Uh, More recently, I just did one about the uh, Northside Improvement League. That was built in 1969. That's not that old by any means. But most of the complexes around here are well beyond 100 years old or or older. I'm talking about large structures. And uh, they, they don't improve themselves. So you need that young blood to take, you know, that new generation to kind of carry it on. If you notice pictures of New York City, or for that matter, pictures of of Watertown, there was that time in between, you know, the 50s and 60s when everything would look so glorious. Everything was just sharp looking. Again, granted, most of the photographs we see in the old days were in black and white, but you got a good sense that people dressed up. Storefronts were always uh, 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 sparkling, you know, in the sun, canopies and all, businesses, whichever. Some things were ugly, I get it, depending upon the business. But for the most part, everything looked great. And then the 70s rolled around, late 60s, 70s, the adolescence of the new age. The same era where we had uh, purple uh, tuxedos and ruffled shirts. We kind of went off the rails there. We did, in so, we did in so many ways. Crazy hairdos, bell-bottom jeans, and we just let the old go to crap. 
And urban renewal came around in the late 60s under the Johnson administration, and they said, you know what, we got to get rid of all these old buildings. And look what they replaced them with. Now, we have the luxury of knowing that one major structure in downtown was just converted into a $28 million YMCA, which is opening up next month. And now it looks like a tremendous facility. But when it was built, it was just one big concrete box that walked away from any aesthetic value. So that old buildings built in the 60s and 70s, you know, like uh, the Northside Improvement League, you know, they could just go into disrepair and fall apart. But you need that one person indoor group and investors to say, no, we're going to do something with this. And thank God for that. You can go from township to township. Uh, one good example of that is not to pick on Messina all the time, but it's Messina. Messina doesn't have redevelopment. They have some, but they don't have what, what we're seeing here. And I even mentioned yesterday, Bruce Mittman uh, came into town first time in a while. He notices the difference. And I know other people who haven't been here in a while truly notice the difference. So we're very thankful for those who are, who are still here to make that reinvestment for our future. If you want to give me a shout, by all means, 755-1240 is the number. That's my Clark, How- Clark Howard introduction. Remember Clark Howard? He would just go on with the, you know, the points indoor, you know, kind of like monologue of the day. 755-1240. I love Clark Howard. He was very good. He was a humble man that would not spend more than $2 for a disposable razor. Got to respect a man like that. We might have a visitor walking in here. He's, oh, no. I thought for a second there that maybe Jim Levin would be popping in, but he's not. He walks around like Alfred Hitchcock does. When I look over, I, I swear it's Alfred Hitchcock in the building. Sorry. Must be the way he walks. Uh, what else is going on? I, again, without looking at News Junkie, I'm going to need your help. I really am. So if you want to help me out with what's going on in the world, by all means, do so right now. I did get a text here from somebody else, but nothing uh, local. Blah, blah, blah. I got a text from my For some reason or other, my, my wife's texts are going straight to my email and my work email. can never quite understand how, that's, how that happens. But I'm just going to go to News Junkie, spell with a big fat Z to see what I'm missing. Uh, and uh, also to check to see if anyone's alive. 755-1240. All right, so, uh, oh, by the way, if you, if you saw that horrific video in Britain of all places, I didn't know they played ice hockey in Britain, but a, an arrest was made of an ex-NHL player. Adam Johnson was the guy killed by a skate blade on an on-ice collision. Now, the arrest was made. Some might say, well, it's a sport. Stuff happens. But if you watch the video, it's clear that uh, the culprit in this uh, particular incident was 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 at least cr- looking to you know harm the guy. I don't, he didn't want to kill him, but he went up with his went with his left or right blade and he went right across his jugular vein. It's an awful, awful scene. Something similar to that happened back in the I think late seventies in Buffalo that almost killed a goalie. Um, and then someone right here in our own station said, "Why? What? Maybe hockey players should wear some type of." Neck, neck shield. I said, well, that, that would be ideal if they could do it and still play the game without, you know, uh, uh, suffocating <laughs> in the process. So I'm looking at News Junkie. There's a picture. Uh, uh, Charlie Caprera is with Santa Claus. That's for the Thousand Islands River uh, event. And let's see. Not much here. It's a slow news day. That's for darn sure. Lack of volunteers concerns. This is the hotline show. Uh, 755. Lack of volunteers concerns organizers of the Cape Vincent uh, French Festival. Well, that seems to be the sentiment these days. You can't get good help these days. That's for sure. And uh, that's uh, pretty much about 
all I can see that's going on locally. And again, I don't want to talk about the, the, the international issues. That just gets old after a while. And there's nothing I can do about it other than talk about the insanity behind it, especially here in the States. So let's do this. Let's do a commercial break. It's a little lull in the city today, and I understand that. I get it. Uh, so let's showcase some of our advertisers, and we'll be back right after this. L.A. Quarry is the destination for all your crush. See dealer for details, pricing, and incentives available through November 30th, 2023. Wow, you know, sometimes when you reach out to people with a lack of, uh, you know, stories to talk about, you get a, a, a very good one, a very uplifting one at that. Um... And this was uh, sent to me. It is on News Junkie, and I'll, and I'll read a little bit of it here. It's Charlie and Maureen Caprera uh, named New Downtown YMCA Community Center uh, in memory of longtime Caprera family employee Mary L. Clemo Smith. Now, I always remembered Mary as Mary Clemo. And it took me a long time to realize that Mary Clemo was the mother to Jeff Smith. This was before he became a council person. And, of course, he became a council person and uh, mayor of Watertown, which he currently is. So yesterday, uh, the Watertown Family YMCA announced the naming of the community center in downtown for Mary L. Clemo Smith, longtime Caprera family employee and longtime Watertown family YMCA member, which I did not know. This, and I quote, Mary was a great person. We are honored to do this great thing for her, stated Charlie and Maureen Caprera. Michelle Graham of the YMCA noted Mary loved the Y. She was here almost every day. And uh, she'd be tickled uh, by this. The capital campaign for the $27 million community and aquatic center under construction in downtown Watertown continues with strong community support from individuals like uh, Charlie and Maureen. Well, that's a very, very honorable thing. Uh, Mary Clemo's name will live forever. Or at least until the Arabs take over. No, just kidding. And uh, that's, that's just fantastic. And that's great. I'm so glad that someone texted that to me. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. What's going on, Glenn? What's Tim? What's happening? Tim, what do we talk about these days? Can't talk about the All zoo. Right. Can't talk I about got a city council. To talk about, really, What's that? Glenn? Yeah, go go for it. Okay, uh, Joe, you got, I got a question for Joe tomorrow, okay? You can yeah. re- remember this. Yeah. Uh, it, it could come back to haunt the city, but um, I think the guy that got hit by the bus. Yeah. Uh, my brother called me. And told me, I, I guess I didn't realize this. He got hit where they're uh, putting the old Taco Bell in, uh, right? The new Taco Bell, right? 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 Exactly. In the fence, went all the way up to the curb, forcing the guy in the road. Huh? Okay. Yeah. The sidewalk was closed off, and right. the fence was all the way up to the curbing. Right. And that whole stretch, mm-hmm. forcing the guy to go in the road. Right. Who's that fault with that? It's a good Is question. Golden Fortress of Watertown. And, and, and Tim, right? I'm going I'm to add something to your. St- I'm glad you brought it up because yeah, I failed to bring this up the other day. Plus, a couple of cr- crazy things here. How is it the bus driver didn't know he hit someone? And I heard he was going at a high rate of speed. Uh, I, 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 albeit maybe in town on State Street, they, they caught up to him in Carthage, and it was like a charter bus or something. It looked like a truck bus combo. But here's here's well, here's here's what I want to add to your story. I was there that day, earlier in the day, and I happened to know that there were complaints from a business person right at that location. And there's a couple of things. I don't want to get into the weeds here. But uh, there's, there was a total disregard for the school 
uh, down the road, which is what's that Holy Family there? Uh, right. I, I can't remember, but nonetheless, uh, and that's a one-way street. And you know, they just would, you know, again, guy, uh, dig. We must all work is good. You know, they look at the sky. It might rain. You're, you're putting down asphalt. You got to get this job done on a deadline. So I'm not looking to be a real jerk off about you know, oh, you should have been more careful. But there were some telltale signs, Tim that there was some rushed efforts there. So now what you're saying is that this 76-year-old man was walking along State Street and was forced to walk into the street as a result of the construction. Is that what you're saying? Well, I, I think that's part of it because uh, there's no crosswalk there. Right. You're coming up, all of a sudden you really, uh, it, the thing's closed. So. Right. And the other thing, let's, let's give the uh, bus driver a, a little break. Yeah. I, I don't think he hit him with the front thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe he went by him and the guy got kind of scared because it's close. Thing. Right, right. His leg went out there. He ran over his leg. Wow. Not God. realizing right. you know, at the time. Right, you know? right, right. So, yeah. I mean, that's how accidents happen because. If they would have made, uh, you know, a walkway and a sidewalk mm-hmm. for the pedestrians, the pedestrians should come first. Right. Uh, S- especially that at night. Would ne- had never would have happened, and the cold enforcers should be doing that, mm. um, looking out for the, the public. And, they, and, you know, they know that practice going in there. They should have a guy on the scene, what's going on here. Let's make sure that sidewalk's safe. Right. I mean, there's a lot of people that, Go around there with scooters to right. town towers. No, I know, yeah, and a construction, yeah, and it changes people's patterns. I remember going yeah. to Oswego State, uh, and again, this this story is right up your wheelbarrow, uh, for, uh, for the lack of a better way of putting it, Tim. I uh, there was a blind student that uh, got diverted because of a construction site in downtown Oswego, and uh, this 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 young man who was a student. Uh, you know, he couldn't see a darn thing, and yet he got around as good as anybody else. But because of the construction uh, right near the bridge, Bridge Street, um, he was diverted, and uh, in, in he was unsupervised. And unfortunately, he died uh, when he fell into the river. So, you know, when, when yeah. patterns change, albeit for someone with eyesight or not, or not something's going to happen. Remember, that accident happened at night. It was dark when that, you know. By the way, does anyone know... If the man is okay, that was airlifted to Syracuse after getting hit that night. Well, I heard he's doing better. Oh, well, okay. Well, he's alive. But That's the very, start. Very, very dark in that. Oh, big time. I totally agree. Yeah. And let me oh, add. Here's the other. Issue, wait, 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 wait. Right? Before you forget, I, 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 I want to say something else. Remember, that's a one-way street between State Street Market and the new Taco Bell. But if you right. notice. They have a uh, a drive off where you can you know when you go to the right hand if you're looking at Taco Bell it's closer to the Asian market it used to be a bank and the parking lots to the right a lot of, the fear is that when people exit that right hand side that street they're going to make a right hand turn back to State Street because that's the main thoroughfare but you can't because it's a one way street so that's going to I mean I know they're going to put a sign across the street saying you can't turn right here but you know how people are going to abuse that they're going to say oh I'm going to skip skip right back onto State Street this way so that was a bad design too but go ahead so go ahead Tim so okay the zoo issue okay yeah, yeah. the guy comes on channel 7 he says well, we can't run the zoo any less than one point five to two million dollars. You hear that last night? No, I'm I'm hearing it for the first time. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, the zoo the zoo guy that that's in charge now. He says we don't want to do a crappy job. We can't run this zoo without one point five to two million dollars right. because we don't want to run it crappy. Okay. Mm, right. Right. All right. So are they saying they already ran it crappy because 
They have $900,000 for a budget, mm-hmm. and they ran it for a whole year. Right. So was it crappy then? And why is it if they can't run it then for 900000 they can't still run it for 900000 right. And now he wants $1.5 to $2 million to run it. Well, you know, the rate of inflation under Joe Biden, so that makes sense, by, up by 300000 yeah, 300000 Well, to, uh, yeah. Well, they figure, he figures. Have you, you seen know, your food bill can, lately? Bought the golf course. They got money to throw out. Why not go for it? Yeah. You, know? I, you know, Tim, I don't know what to say. By the way, Tim, are, are you a fan or not of the zoo? I can't remember. No, I, I like the zoo, but uh, I think it's outrageous when you have a conservatory like that that does not have to give account where all the money's going and what they're purchasing and what what they're paying. I tell you, I'm – yeah. I, I, I mentioned this to J- uh, Mayor Jeff Graham, hotline host. I said, you know what? The zoo is our Ukraine. We just keep giving them more and more money by proxy, and uh, we have no clue what they do with it. Just like Zelensky. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, the zoo is no, our I Ukraine. I don't mind donating to the zoo myself. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to donate my money when I don't know what it's being used for. Right. And here they got 60000 more dollars to take care of the animals. Right, which is good. for $1.5 to $2 million. Yeah. Uh, and and inev- inevitably, I'm going to have people call in and say, back in the day when you saw monkeys throw feces at people, it was fun. Uh, and now it's like, well, you go there, the bear is hibernating, you can't see the wolves, they're old, they're patchy, blah, blah, blah. And I, say, I get it. I understand. It's got to change. It's not going to get better. Kids are on TikTok. They don't care what a what an old wolf looks like anymore. They don't want to see a bear crap in the woods. They don't want to look at that. It's got to change, Tim. I don't know how, but it's got to change. And by the way... Well, how about this? Why can't they... Here's a suggestion. They're going to close the zoo. Why can't they just open up the gates and let you walk in there for a nature walk around the yeah. around the, the path? Well, you I mean, th- how do you make money off you know letting people in for free? I mean, how, how does well, that work? Well, they're closed anyhow. They ain't going to make any money being closed, <laughs> so why not... Allow the public to go in there and walk around for right. nature. Right. Nature right. 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 I mean, the, the citizens should get something out of the money that they already put into the thing. Yeah, that's, 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 the that's not the answer. Obviously, they need some type of revenue stream. And I and I, everyone's you know shaking their head. No one knows how to do it. The average, you know, some five year old's going to like to go in there, but he's not going to beg his mom to go back there the next week or the next season. It's been there, done that. I, I hate to put it though in those terms. There's a lot of hardworking people that put all that together that make sure those animals are fine. But, you know, we live in an era where we don't even have circuses anymore. And I'm glad about that. Remember we used to have the crazy uh, shrine circus come in here every year? Come to! There was always a freaky commercial that they would use in years. It would show up in the middle of July, and uh, they bring in tons of elephants. And I'm so glad circuses have gone by the wayside. It's just such abuse. And, and the same thing's been happening with, with, uh, with zoos. And I know there was a lot of good to zoos in that you've learned things, and a lot of these animals would have been euthanized. You have a, uh, uh, an American eagle up there that can't fly anymore, but people can at least look at it in, in a controlled environment. That's all good. But, you know, after a while, you wonder, you know, is this a prison? Is, is this okay for these animals to be contained in here just so every now and then someone can take a look at them? I, I, you know, that, 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 that raises a very valid question, Tim. And, well, uh, here's the thing, right? Yeah. The, um, the thing. Oh, what was I going to say here? That's, I had a thought. No, nah, I know. I'm the same way. Right. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, well, the guys. I think it's just. Uh, here's the thought. I think the guys coming out and making another threat. They're going to close down 
Dalmazoo if they he's Zelensky. Right. Dollars. Yeah, no, you don't give me money and the Russians are going to go right into Poland. Okay, here's another $40 billion. Yo, oh, yeah, no, yeah, I need right. more than that. My mother's buying a, a villa somewhere outside of uh, Cairo. Give me another $6 million for that. Okay, I'll do that too. Why well, do you need that? That's what they're doing here with the zoo. Right. I mean, they gave $60,000. Everything was supposed to be cool for the winter. Right. And now they're saying, oh, we want $1.52 million or we're going to close it down. I, I know. That's great. Oh, Let them close it down and go look for somebody else. Maybe Old McDonald's Farm would lease that sucker. Boy, I tell you what, Old McDonald's Farm has gotten so much promotion uh, just on this show and the Hotline show alone. But I wonder, and Jeff brought this up, has anyone actually actively said, hey, I'm going to go over there and, and talk to them. And said, no, they're above. Uh, you know, people that are in cer- certain part of any industry are going to look down at a, at a petting zoo or something like that. By the way, it's not a petting zoo. But they'll look at it that way, and they won't even uh, 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 do any type of outreach to see if perhaps that would be the answer. We're not going to do that. That, that shows well, weakness. We don't know because they don't give you no answers. Uh, they don't give us they're, any they're, answers. They won't give you any That's anything. right. Exactly. Nothing. That's right. Else. That's why. Well, I'm gonna make time. No, no, don't worry about it. It's a slow day. It's a slow day, but thanks, Tim. I appreciate it as always. Uh, Tim always brings up good, uh, good points. And yeah, I, I was proud about that. You know, you know when you, uh, when Jeff approves of something you say, when, and Jeff laughs. I, I can make Jeff Graham laugh. I'll make you know, I'll make him laugh with a snide remark that I can't say on radio. But uh, Jeff would laugh. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Seven five five. <clears throat> But when I said when I said the zoo is our Ukraine, uh, in, in he's like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah good analogy. Uh, seven five five. So yeah, by the way, the number is seven. <laughs> the number is actually seven five five twelve forty. If you want to chime in, by all means. Uh, just looking at News Junkie right now, we refreshed it. Nice view uh, from the Lincoln Building of Public Square. That's a perfect uh, uh, part of Public Square to be seen this year. I'm assuming in a week or so, the city's going to put up all the. Christmas decorations in downtown. I don't like it when they when they use the same color on all the downtown Christmas trees. And I shouldn't say that because they have LED lights that change. But I, I like white lights. I don't know what it is. White lights are, you know, there's such a classy look. And when, and when I go downtown and all of them are the same color, like red or blue, red and everything that's red or everything that's blue just kind of looks stale. Kind of like white guys in the uh, in the eyes of Letitia James, our Attorney General. We're male, we're pale, and we're stale. Do you realize that Letitia James has spent every minute in the courtroom as a spectator to the Trump uh, uh, trial? Former President Donald Trump, his sons, his daughter, and she's there smirking the whole time. That's unprecedented, and yet it's another typical demonstration of how the wrong people are running stuff. We need inclusion. We need more people running things to the state that matches the people that live there. Okay, yeah. Letitia James matches the, the face of New York State. She, she's a complete farce. She's there every day. Every day. Shouldn't you be doing other things for the hours upon hours of, of testimony going on in the courtroom there in Manhattan? She's stuck there with a big-ass smile on her face. What an opportunist. The wrong people are running this country, folks. I think we all know that. It's painfully obvious. Uh, someone just texted me. Let's check it out. So that was a good story about Mary Clemo and uh, her name immortalized. So someone just texted me, said Christmas lights are up on Court Street. Looks nice. Uh, by the way, anyone have any issues with the backup parking on Court Street? Boy, look how desperate I am. Um, 
Glenn, what did you talk about today? Ah, I was, I was uh, you know, fielding for, you know, anyone that would call in to, you know, tell me what their experience was when they backed into a parking spot. Actually, someone called in, if not last week, the week before. Explain that scenario and how he pissed off a lot of people that were behind him. I could definitely see that happening. We definitely need a court cam down there, just in case we need, just the stuff that would be happening if people are getting upset, just getting from point A to point B, and some, some poor bastards trying to back up for the first time. Others, oh, and by the way, the, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you know, again, I'm a fan of football. I've been um, cursed by being you know, electing to be a Jet fan all my life. Right now, to be a New York State fan of, of any sport, other than maybe the, maybe the New York Rangers, for a bit there, I thought maybe the Giants had a chance, but they look like crap. Jets are awful. Buffalo is mediocre at best. You know, what's his name? Um, the quarterback there from Wyoming. He, now, all of a sudden, he looks like a quarterback from Wyoming. All right, let's go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn. I went down through there this morning. Right. And they were just finishing up the uh, stripes. And I noticed when I got down to the jut out, down by the parts store, they're so close to the jut out, somebody would have to pull into the jut out, back over the the edges of the jut out to get into the first three, maybe four spots. Oh. Because you got to pull way up. Right. And then back in. Right, right. And the lines come way out. They do. So there isn't a lot of room. Glenn, you got to go down and see it. It is very, the, the lane you've got mm-hmm. is a, just wide enough for a car. Right. Maybe. Right. And then you got to, Make all these uh, direct movements, right? And and hope nobody's there. Well, someone just you said know? someone someone just told or, or, someone listening to this conversation that's in the know and actually has a business down in that area says that that's not true. But yet, well, at the same I time, he sent me a picture of someone who couldn't park straight. Go ahead, sorry. Well, anyway, no, I mean know, it's it's got, it's going to be a challenge. I talked about it last week when I. Peed off all those people. So when you when you were backing up, let me ask the question: When you backed up into one of those spaces at the reverse forty five degree angle, do you did you have a feeling that the people behind you had to back up, had to actually put their car in reverse? Well, I kept looking in my mirrors to make sure I wasn't too close to anybody. But right. you know, if they if if the line follows you mm-hmm. down, right. And right behind you, right. which most people do. Exactly. You no way. Right. And like I said, wait till the snow comes, it covers all the lines. Oh, God. You know, I mean, it, it's somebody's idea, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it sounds good. Right. It worked in Clayton. Built, yeah. The, the way they built it, no. Mm. No. And like I said before to you, mm-hmm. I didn't know there was a plethora of uh, accidents on the square. Oh, really? I didn't. All these years. Yeah, right. All these years. Mm-hmm. Do you hear anybody t-boning somebody backing out of those uh, spots? I never heard anybody. No, I never did. I, I it's it's no. rare. Yeah, I, honestly, I've never really seen any type of uh, aftermath of an accident in public square since I've been here. Good, good point. I never had a problem. You know, I always went down down. Uh, Downtown shopping, yeah. you know, especially Avon shoes and and that and and uh, the crystal. Mm-hmm. I never had a problem no. backing out. Right, right. You just kind of look. Yeah. And and people see it backing out. 
mm-hmm. they'll stop. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but I still say it's going to be a cluster down there. It's too bad. Yeah, we need forty foot walks. That's what we need. Yeah, yeah. All right, Glenn. All right, thanks. Well, okay. So again, there's so many things that have happened in downtown that were never part of any discussion on this show or any show. But look at all the stuff in downtown. You got Court Street. The controversy there. And again, I, I know someone who's in the know, who's, who sees it every day, who does not, repeat, does not see a problem with this. Is it a learning curve in his eyes? Yes. Are people going to make mistakes in the beginning? Yes, they are. But we'll have to wait and see. I do have concerns, just like that caller, in bad weather. And people in a hurry. Because ultimately, when you know how often driving around, even up here, but definitely downstate, where you just make a right-hand turn into like a McDonald's parking lot, I, know, I can't stand it when people drag their ass just going into a driveway. I mean, come on. You, you, and I'm, by the way, for the record, and I'm going to say this, and I've said it before, the greatest driver gets, knows how to get out of people's way. That's why my brakes last longer than Jim Levin's. That's why I, I, I go in and out of things even before anyone can even think about beeping a horn. That's me. But I don't understand why people take forever just to get in, into a, uh, uh, a parking lot. Off Arsenal Street. It drives me nuts. But there are times and have been times where there's someone right on my butt and you're forced, you know, at, at one point or another to ultimately make that right hand turn. And then they beep you because you're not, a, you, you got in their way. They couldn't maintain, they couldn't maintain 38 miles per hour. They, they had, they had to, they had to put that foot on the brake. So they're going to take it out on you. That drives me mental. And that's a rare thing up here. But downstate, boy, you better be on. You better be on your game. The moment you hesitate, the moment you do something stupid, that's when you pay the price. Seven five five twelve forty is the number. Seven five five twelve forty. So anyway, yeah, the Bills—they're not going to go anywhere. But at the same time, I don't know who's going to win this year. All of a sudden, get one of the worst teams in the beginning of the year, the Denver Broncos, and they beat the best team of the year from last year. They beat the uh, the. Uh, the Chiefs last week, and they beat the Bills at home last night. Check that, in Buffalo last night on a national stage. So anyone can win this other than the Jets and other than the Giants. But this isn't a sports show, but I thought I'd throw that in there because it's a sad time to be a New York fan. The Yankees were awful. The Mets were worse. The Knicks are going nowhere. No one cares about the Brooklyn Nets. They should have stayed in, in Jersey. And uh, let's see. And I mentioned the, uh, the, the tribute to uh, Mary Clummel. Awesome. Very nice. All right, so let's do this. Let's do our second, or ch- check that, our third and final break of this wonderful Tuesday afternoon show. Otherwise called the Live at Five show here on AM 1240. We'll be back right after this. Hey, it's Lee Fave at FX Caprera Honda. And holiday season is huge. Uh, welcome back. All right, so uh, a gentleman we've had on the show in person and on the phone in several occasions is Mr. Mario Frado. Uh, who ran for Congress against uh, uh, Claudia Tenney this, this last time. Uh, that obviously was in a, a Republican primary, mind you. It wasn't in the general election. And he's, uh, he's is seeking uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the Republican nod once again for the district. The problem is he doesn't know what the district is going to be. It could be. It could include Jefferson County, but we're kind of like the in-between the in county of what will ultimately be a, a, a new district. Or part, I, I, I'm going to take a good guess based on what Mario said, and for that matter, our congresswoman, that's Claudia Tenney, who has concerns, too, coming out of Albany with this, you know, middle of the, not even, we're not even at the middle of this decade, and they're going to reevaluate the districts again, not just for the congressional districts, but also on the state level. 
And obviously all this is to, to persuade or to kind of maneuver things in their favor so they can get uh, more, uh, more votes or check that, more, more representation in the House. So the one thing I noticed here that he, he has posted on his Facebook as I was looking, because there was a couple of things that I've seen from him recently. And obviously he's pointing the finger at our Congresswoman Claudia Tenney uh, with respects to her uh, open border policy. And, uh, and look at where we are now. Now, I'm going to say, you know, again, and, and, and I like our congressman, I really do, but she's got to talk on both sides of her mouth. She is in a purple district. She lost once, and she doesn't want to lose again. She's exceptionally f- uh, smart. Uh, if she was in another state, she would have a better chance to win or run for senator or, for that matter, governor. But that's not going to happen in the state. However, she's got to cater to her base. But while I was looking for that and didn't find it, I found I I did see this uh, briefly earlier on one of the uh, the news uh, services. This is breaking news. Rhino, this is from Mario Frado referring to Kevin McCarthy as a rhino. Just shoved, elbowed a congresswoman. Oh, check that, Congressman uh, Tom Burchett, and then Burchett chased McCarthy down to confront him. Can you believe? I mean, we got someone what last month that pulled the lever of a fire alarm to, uh, as, as to slow down the voting process that day. And then we have uh, Kevin McCarthy, who, for the most part, it seems like a real mature guy. And I know he didn't like Burchett because Burchett was one of the, uh, the, uh, the eight uh, that got him out of there, including Matt Goetz. But I looked at Burchett. Burchett. He, does, he looks like a wimpy guy. I can imagine, would Kevin McCarthy do that to, uh, to Matt Goetz? A younger, stronger, bigger Matt Goetz? I don't think so. That's a bad look. That's a really bad look. Let's go to the phones. That happened today, by the way. Hi, you're in the air. Hello, Glenn. What's happening? I heard you mention uh, Claudia Tenney, so I just wanted to give my two cents. By all means. I met her. She's a dynamic woman. She I is. I met her. Very much so. The, the two years that she was not congressperson when she lost. Mm-hmm. And I spent an hour talking to her in a store down in Utica, of all places. Mm-hmm. And my, my problem with her and I do like her, mm-hmm. is they haven't shut the border. If right. the Republicans were worth anything, they would just shut down the government, say, we're not doing any legislation, we're not passing any bills until the border is secure. Right. They could do it. They, they have the House. They have, they're one short in the Senate. They don't care. They're going to get that back with Manchin leaving. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, and a perfect example is they try to impeach Mayorkas, and eight Republicans dissented. Mm-hmm. This is, this is and, and I know Trump has called them the uniparty. They are absolutely the uniparty. They are working against us. They're working with each other. And Claudia Tenney, unfortunately, is part of it. Hmm. Because she's doing nothing. She keeps voting for money for Ukraine. Right. I mean, that's, that right. has been, it's almost public knowledge, unless you're a lefty, that that whole thing was a sham to begin with. Well, no, but never, let me, let me, let me inter- never intended on taking over Ukraine and Poland. No, I understand. The Donbass region. That's he- it. Well, it does, it, but can, and I'll put in my two cents. One, she's got to talk at both sides of her mouth because she's in a purple district in the middle of, uh, of central New York. You do know that. And she doesn't want to lose again, so she has to cater to the, to the two, which is why Mario Frado says that a Congresswoman Tenney is not a real conservative. And there's all earmarks to, to, you know, that, that's, that illustrate that clearly. The border issue, uh, throwing money at Ukraine, um, you know, those two things right there. 
Uh, but the, the Republicans outside of Tenney, by the way, really have to stay away from is the abortion issue. I know I'm going off the rails here, but how many times how many times are we going to lose the abortion issue? The country, no matter which way you slice it, we know the, the liberals are, are clearly uh, pro-abortion. But there's, there's a growing percentage of people, yes, on the right side of the political coin that feel the same way. Stop going to that pond. Stop going there every two years, every four years. It doesn't get you anywhere. And at the end of the day, the, the Democrats say, yep, we won again. It's obvious that the majority of the country wants a socialized, or should I say, a liberal nation. And it's always because of the, of the, uh, of the abortion issue. I just wish we'd walk away from that. But anyway, I digress. Go ahead. Well, let me, let me just say this, and you're going to want any liberal that's listening to the station, their head's going to pop, okay? Mm-hmm. Abortion. If the liberals want to destroy their own babies so they don't produce more liberals, so be it. Let them do it. Nah, I don't think I'm they see it, it that way. I don't, they don't see it that way. They just Look, I, I see it this way, uh, particularly when it comes to college students. An unwanted pregnancy always starts with unprotected sex. And when that happens, it happens in the hood, it happens at a high school dance, it happens in a, in a frat party, blah, blah, blah. It's just they want that safe net just in case something happens to them. And that is the only reason. They're not going to put a condom on. A woman's not going to take the pill anymore because it makes her fat. They're going to take that chance knowing that at least the state, or hopefully in their eyes, the federal government's there to protect them if in case that goes too far. That's the only reason, and we can't fight that. Society has changed over the years, and we got to walk away from that. I don't care how much conviction you have towards saving a life, we're never going to win that battle. It's a horrible thing for me to say that, but it's true. It's very true. It's, It's true. Now, let me leave you on one last point. Yeah. I'm watching the Ultimate Fighting Championship from Manhattan. Yeah. Saturday night, mm-hmm. and I'm watching it, and I'm just hanging out with some some friends, and all of a sudden, Donald Trump, Tucker Carlson, yeah. and Kid Rock walk right. in. That crowd went absolutely nuts. Right. We all went absolutely nuts. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Were you there? No, 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 no. It, on TV, I'm just oh, okay. That. Yeah. Um, but we had the same reaction watching it on the TV. Like, holy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy, right. holy crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the guy, Tucker's the best. He is. He's, he's the best... Um, to see him there. You know where Tucker is right now? He's in Spain. Why? Because Spain is having a complete um, coup because the communists, they call themselves socialists, or communists, right. they, made a, they made a deal to stay in power in the most corrupt way. If you find, look online, if yeah. you find it, there is 30 plus thousand people lined in the streets hmm. against this. So, it, so Tucker went over there, and I watched a short video last night. Mm-hmm. He's interviewing these people. And I don't know. Maybe he's trying to be, you know, Donald Trump's VP. I don't know. I'm kidding. No, no, no. I love, no, no. Tucker. I, I love yeah. Tucker. He's a, he's, he's, he's the best. Solid. No I, one beats him. No one comes close. Him. I agree with you. Yeah. But there's a lot of things happening, like what's happening in Spain, that we don't know. But that's why he went over there because people don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't watch the news. Right. The news only tells you what they want you to know. Exactly. I read online and sure. I fact check with a couple of different websites, mm-hmm. and so I, I got a pretty good idea what's what's happening. <sighs> Well, from what you're saying is what's going on in Spain, you know, another socialist uh, Western uh, nation, uh, and, you know, it, it, they seem to put the, uh, I don't know, the liberals in and the conservatives, no different than what we're seeing in Canada. And I don't know what their cycle is up there as far as Trudeau is concerned, but don't be surprised the same thing happens up there that Trudeau maintains power. Dis- Despite the he, he fact of already. being very unpopular, he did it already. He did it already, he did it and, and now yeah. more and more people despise him, and they're outward. They're very vocal about it, and I worry about those people because with GPS 
and the way you can ping people with their cell phones and and then and you get professionals to track them down and get their license plate numbers. A lot of these people, just like those freedom fighters that were in Ottawa a couple of years ago in the winter, a lot of those people paid that paid the price. They lost their businesses. They were audited. They were fined. Um, that's what. And, and again, the other thing that seems to be looming, and maybe you've been hearing about this too, because it seems like you're in the know, is this whole emergency uh, level effort that might restrict uh, or, or, or might prevent a national uh, election day next year. Have you heard anything about that? I haven't heard that directly, but I know they're going to try to pull something like COVID happened. Right. Time. Like a state of emergency. On, on, your, on your lines of what you said there, Trudeau's Canadian, did you hear what Hochul said this morning no. or last night about no. they're, they're monitoring everyone's social media, mm-hmm. like everyone. They're giving the, the state police like an extra million dollars, whatever. They're right. monitoring everything because they're going to check for hate speech. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> So, um, what would you characterize as hate speech based on what Kathy Hochul's parameters are? Well, that's 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 the million dollar question. No, can I answer it for you? Absolutely. And, and you're going to agree with me. This is painfully obvious. We see a lot of hate speech right now in the streets of New York and Washington and elsewhere on college campuses, and you know why? It's because of what happened after October seventh. It was brewing. It was waiting to happen, and it did. And the anti-Semitic uh, 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 sentiment is now obviously out in the open. That's hate speech. But what Kathy Hochul's looking for by, by, by providing the, the New York State Police Department, uh, state troopers, uh, monies in order to uh, follow up on this, are not the people that are anti-Jew or anti-Arab. It's the people that say something about her and the people that defend the former president, Donald Trump. Are, do you agree with that? 100%. What does that tell you? What, I mean, uh, why are we consistently their biggest enemy as opposed to what's literally going on in the city streets and campuses across this country? We, we are in a tough spot. Um, we created this. Artificial intelligence, we're in deep doo-doo. Yeah, that hasn't even started yet. I, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even put any credence on AI at this point other than the fact that October 7th is just a wake-up call to what we've always been, except now this group is empowered. I said it earlier. People would tear down pictures of people held against their will with masks on and only do it at night. But now they do it at free will. Why do they do that? Because they feel there's enough people on their side to, to feel comfortable doing it. That's mob mentality. And, and by, by Hochul attacking people like us, conservatives, it's easy because it's like shooting fish in a barrel. We're, we're white people. We're the majority. We've had it way too easy. For, so for them to spend millions of dollars of taxpayers' money to monitor us, that's a lot easier than going into like some Arab community and start monitoring them because that's, that's a big no-no for the Democrats. You've you got to remain. You've got to talk on both sides of your mouth for the people that are pro-Israel and anti-Israel. That's the Democratic way. And they certainly still look at us, the conservatives, white people, as the enemy. It's an awful thing. It's a terrible thing. Any last uh, comments? I got like less than a minute. Any last comments today? You, you're a very good caller for the record. Yes. So they're waiting for an event. So after 9-11 happened, they had the Patriot Act, which is like 2,200 pages. Right. They had it within five days. It was written well in advance waiting for an event. The, the Patriot Act wasn't to protect us from Islamic extremists. It was to protect the government from us. Because all they did was they nullified the Bill of Rights, which they can't. Yeah, but do you think that was the mindset back in, in, in September of 2001? Do you really think that was the mindset back then, that it would work yeah, against us? Really? Because look what Clinton did under his Ruby Ridge. Yeah, um, I know. That was know. vague, though. I don't see it that way. But anyway, i got to go. Good call. Thank you very much, my Thanks. friend. Thank you very much. I don't go that far. 
I just know it's been happening certainly since Barack Obama, that's for sure. But anyway, we're coming to the conclusion of today's Tuesday show. Thank you for that. AM 1240 WHN, Watertown makes this legal. Up next, of course, is CBS News. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. Breaking news from Capitol Hill. On this vote, the yeas are 336. The nays are 95. Two-thirds being in the affirmative. The rules are suspended. The bill is passed. The House just overwhelmingly passed Speaker Mike Johnson's two-tiered stopgap spending proposal to avoid a government shutdown. It's now sending that measure to the Senate for approval. A Senate hearing went off the rails today. We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect.